Welcome back to another Riscari cast. My name is Rod Van Blake, author of the Ancient Illumination series, as well as the Yambani Chronicles. I am joined once again by Andrea Rose Washington. Hello. And Jordan Purnell Jackson. Hey, everybody. Andrea is the author of Adalithia, Elendil's, uh, Amentree's Magic, excuse me, and Elendil is the other book, correct? Yes. And Jordan is the graphic artist and illustrator for the Ancient Illumination uh, graphic novels. He also illustrated Jericho's Bane and his own creation, The Eve of Insurrection, which we are awaiting issue two to be coming out here pretty soon. Yeah. And that's, what is that? That's, that's going to be next uh, October. Next October. Next, okay, okay. And today we are continuing our discussion from last week where we were, uh, we started the Wheel of Time, uh, episodes one through three. So spoiler alerts, if you haven't watched those in this past week, we watched episodes four, five, and six for this discussion. Um, the series is on Amazon Prime. It's based on Robert Jordan's novels of which I only basically begun to read the first novel and then couldn't follow through and finish that when I was hoping had high hopes for this series production level still very high um had a little bit more action uh I think at the end of episode three is that end of episode three where we get uh Loghain pop in as, as as the fake dragon reborn is that where he comes in yes yeah I think mm-hmm. it was the yeah, episode three into four yeah well, so he comes we, in, the, in the episode three, though. Yeah, in episode before. three. And as has been established, the Aes Sedai believe that men who can touch the one power are basically abominations because that was meant for women and not men. And so they have this process they call gentling, where they basically sever the connection uh, of magic from the person wielding it, which eventually drives them mad, which I don't... I don't know. They're supposedly already going to go mad anyway, from what they say. Because the first dude that we see, they just uh, they, they separated from him, but he's like seeing multiples of himself, I believe, in the image when before when they roll up on him. Um, is it just mm-hmm. me? It's old girl, the the leader of the Red Aes Sedai, not the leader, but at least the one, the first one that we encounter. The blind one with jaw, the Her jawline is weird. Is that just me? So her face. She has a strong I, face, y'all. She got a strong like, face. She really does have a very, like, you could cut glass with that jawline. Like, it, no, no, literally, no shade. She has one of the best jawlines I've ever seen in this entire world. Like, it's when someone impeccable. says that's a strong jawline, I'm going to picture her jawline. Like, she looks like a is... little bobblehead doll to me. Just, it just juts out on all sides, on both sides, and see, I'm just waiting for her to do like this, and just kind of just like the little mm-hmm. bobblehead thing. It's it's weird. She seems super aggressive. Yeah. Uh, they have Logan. Yeah, they have Logan trapped in this little cage, and it takes two of the sisters to hold him there, and they're all marveling at this dude's power. Um, because he's not even breaking a sweat while they're having to, I guess, exert a great amount of power 
holding him prisoner there. Yeah, to hold him. And one of the the Aes Sedai lets lets Moraine know that she's put out wards that will detect anybody approaching them while they basically hold him before they're supposed to take him to the White Tower for interrogation by the one who sits on the seat. Um, Pretty good. Um, we, We see Perrin... And Egwene, they they done hopped on with the gypsies. They're just following the leaf people, <laughs> the way of the leaf. Uh, these like, I guess, new age hippies who kind of don't believe in violence, and they're just hey, we just we're, the leaf doesn't question the wind; it just follows along and goes with the flow. Parents <laughs> like, parents like, somebody's gonna have to do something. And violence has you know to do with most things in life. How can you ignore the fact that this goes on? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't trust these people. Mm-hmm. Egwene tries to kind of, you know, assage his, like, look, we feel like stuff ain't right. When you say we go, we go. No questions asked. Just Let's just be cool. Um, so that was kind of cool. I was kind of interested. I didn't know. I kind of didn't trust them either. Because they just sound to be just, they're like the gypsies, kind of just this wandering band of nomads. And I didn't know what to make of them really at first. They just... Mm-hmm. Eating, they got him eating this vegan meal. So he don't I like. Viewed... <laughs> Go ahead. I viewed them as like a cross between um, uh, gypsies and what are they called? They're all in this area. The people, I cannot believe I literally just forgot what they're called. The group of people who don't have like a, uh, electricity. Who... Amish? Yes, the Amish people. Is that, I that what you're looking for? Okay. Yes. Wow. I feel like they're a cross between the Amish and like gypsies for the sake of the one kid who said that um, when they turn 20, they leave and they go experience the world and decided that the life they were born into is the one they want to stay with. Mm-hmm. Some come back, some don't. It made me think of like Rumspringa and how um, that's what the Amish do. They like at a certain age, you can go out into the world and decide for yourself, do you mm-hmm. want to stay Amish or do you want to go live in the world? And so when I heard that, it made me think of them. So I'm like, no, and then no violence, the no, um, we're not going to take up arms. We're just going to believe in the whole love and just be like, take everyone in who comes in. We're not going to harm them. If you need help, we'll help you. It's like our job to help people. It made me think of a cross between like gypsies and like Amish. Like somehow one of their ancestors are probably one of both, and they like merge their religions, <laughs> yeah, and their belief systems. Jordan, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, for me, I was just like, when are we, when are we going to get to the White Tower? When are we, when's that going to happen? I don't really care about this. What's going on? Yeah. Um. Was it Game of Thrones in you? What? What did you say? What? He said it was or wasn't? Was it Game of Thrones in you? I, no, I mean, I, I, I love Game of Thrones, but. You know, I mean, you I, guess wait, if you, like, I guess if you mean in a way, if it, is it like season, if those moments were like season eight? Yeah, I guess. Well, like the waiting, like you were um, waiting for winter. We waited for winter (laughs) forever. Yeah, forever. (laughs) Gave it all kept it interesting, but gave it all kept it interesting. Winter is coming. So, like, when are we getting the white? That's true. That is true. But I was like, I was like, can we just get to the white tower, please, please? Come on. Yeah, I didn't know what to make of them, and then of course we have uh, Rand and Matt. Dusty ass goes off with the (laughs) gleaming. After my boy is just, he gets the dingbat of the show award just for not, you know, I, I, I had already voiced my frustrations with him last show when he 
happened upon the dagger, which started a bunch of mess, which split them up. The reason why they got split up, had he just stayed his butt, laid down, and woke up with everybody, and they parted, who, who knows? But maybe it was a catalyst that needed to happen. But he goes and gets himself, I guess, possessed by this uh, demon dagger when he wasn't supposed to touch nothing. But he didn't want to, doesn't want to tell nobody nothing. So nobody know. Again, same my frustration with Parent not telling him that he's got this trollic poison running through his veins. Uh, Matt's possessed and don't want to tell nobody nothing. What? What happened, Uncle? So here's the thing, though. Parent, though, is healed. Like, yeah, parent good though. Yeah, parent's good because it's been a month since that attack, and so like now, but now we know why the wolves are looking at him and why the wolves are following him. Yeah, but parent's eyes, eyes is glowing. Parent's eyes is glowing gold when he He's gets hit. So he, he, he can control wolves. He, he, he growled. He growled. He is part wolf. <laughs> the way the wolves, the way the way the wolves were protecting him. Every time yeah. he screamed, the wolves got louder. They were responding they to were like, him. My man's. Yeah. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. I'm going on record and saying he has some type of connection, a good connection to the wolves, and oh. they were there to protect him, which is why when they were running, they didn't attack him. The wolf was like basically saying, get out of here. We got this. Yeah. Like, go. Yep. And they ran, and the wolves killed everyone, which that, that made me happy. That still doesn't negate the, the, the issue of him hiding his, his injury at first when it was obviously an issue, which was why he, he was stopping to, to go off by himself. Um, but we have them. They're they're going, and people are are kind of circling around at first the, the White Tower. Like they were all. It was kind of weird with these three episodes how everybody was making their way towards the White Tower, mm-hmm. and I still had a sense of not really trusting Moraine because she acts like she hasn't seen the other two when you know she's supposed to be telling everybody, "Hey, when they all get here, don't worry about it. I'll let you know." And Nanae finds two of them and then gets pissed, like, why didn't you tell me they were here? And then Moraine basically flips it on her, like, well, why didn't you tell me when you found two of them? Like, it, it was like a weird back and Jeez. forth, and it seems like she's still keeping right. them at arm's length, which towards the end of yeah. uh, episode six, Moraine kind of tells us why she was like that with them. We get a couple more interesting um, characters. We get the ogre that's in the uh, city around the the White Tower, but he he Frenches it up. O-gear. He's a, O-gear. a black ogre with uh, yeah, yeah. orange orange. Yeah, black I think hair. He's an ogre. That was like when people say Target and someone says Target. I'm like, come on, man. I mean, yeah, no, I'm he's an like, O-gear. no, I'm an ogre. Yeah, that was hilarious. It almost made me mad when you were talking about me out of town with all those knives. I almost got mad. Like, yeah, he was explaining a whole lot. He was kind of. I liked his character and uh, as the builder, he he builds, and we find out what he builds. Uh, much later uh, at the request of Moraine. There's a weird political system amongst the Aes Sedai, too, that we finally witnessed in the cabinet when they're deciding what to do with Loghain and the Reds, who don't have warders, which is an interesting thing. They're supposed to be, I guess, the keepers of the law, and but they don't have warders that protect their backs uh, with swordsmen around them. And the Blues and the Greens do. And there, there's some... And the yellows, yeah, they have the yellows, the healers. There's some clickiness about them that's yep. kind of weird. These different factions of Aes Sedai, which we are kind of 
slowly introduced to as they're you know holding Loghain and they're talking the warders talking around the their campfire which is not inside the tents of any of the sisters it was interesting um and it kept, it kept things kind of moving along and giving you nuggets of information about them and we kind of knew that it was going to come to a head once they got to the white tower and it does of course what what are you guys thoughts so I definitely think that um, she kept them in the dark on purpose. Um, and now I realize it wasn't for nefarious purposes. It was, she missed, I didn't trust you, which is why I didn't tell you. But also yeah. we're seeing a lot of, like you said, it's a, it's a really clicky in the uh, acid eye. So she doesn't really know, like she stands up for the girl, the red acid eye, so she doesn't get punished. And the girl literally turns around and tries to get and gets her in trouble. Yeah, like they are very. They are um, hmm. Yeah, like she tried to save you from being punished, and you threw her under the bus. Like not even threw her under the bus. You put her there, and then you drove the bus <laughs> over her. So <laughs> I feel like she That's didn't sit, tell everyone everything for the pure fact that once she didn't know who she could trust because yes, they are very, very clicky. Um, two, she didn't trust them yet. She's unsure of who it is. She doesn't want to um, th make things more complicated. And then also we learned that she's technically on this journey by herself. Only her warder knows and one other person knows the actual journey that she is on and why she can't tell anyone else. So I was like, I get I get why she did what she did. I don't approve of it, but I understand why she did it. I hate the whole keeping people in the dark because it's safer for you. But yeah, one thing to the fan, they need to know they need to know what's going on so they can protect themselves. Yeah. Um, but like I understand why she did it now. I don't think she did it for nefarious purposes. She was just like, I'm letting you know what you need to know until I know I can trust you with the information. And then look, she trusted them, told them, and Matt didn't come. No, no, wait, so no, wait, <laughs> save that. Uh, I'm save not going that, to the no? gate, guys. I'm not going to the gate. Save, we gotta save that. Matt dusty ass. But it goes, Hope he goes to hell with gasoline draws right, on. <laughs> so it, it's just, it was, she had to pick and choose when she could tell and who she could tell. Because even the other girl in the green who seemed, who had the two warders, who seemed like she was her friend as well, she didn't tell her anything either. So it's, I get, I get why. I don't like it, but I understand it. Yeah. I got a question. Right, what's um, question? So the em is uh, Shawan is sh is it Shawan the emerald the emerald seat? Um, oh, the one that sits on the seat, queen basically. Yeah, the emerald seat. Yeah, it's it's interesting because it feels like Moraine Moraine's really good at comp compartmentalizing everything and keeping things hidden. And I'm like, when she like goes through that that uh, portal to see her, I'm like, oh. Y'all in a relationship. What? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Landu. One of the many things you keep in the dark. What are you saying? But Landu. Landu, Landu, oh, Landu was like, he knew where she was going. He was like, I'll be back at <laughs> dawn. She's like, is that an order? And he's like, and he, he just laughed at it. And then he's like, well, tell her I said what's up. And then he, then he bounces and like, he knew where she was going. <laughs> we know what you do. I know. I know and what you do. And then the head of the greens, oh, excuse me, the head of the blues basically was going to remand her back to the tower and make her stay home. And her and her, her partner end up just circumventing that 
by exiling her from the tower. Like, no, you can't, because it was kind of a genius move because if Moraine leaves anyway, it would look like she was disobeying orders of a superior. But if she's exiled out of the White Tower, then what was I supposed to do? I was exiled. I had to leave. You wanted me to come home and get comfortable, but I can't do that. Um, interesting. Uh, and Loghain doesn't seem, he doesn't seem to be cowed as much as he needs to be uh, sitting before her, before the, the, the seat of the Aes Sedai. He still is talking crap. Like, years ago, anybody talked about coming to approach you would have been executed on the spot. Yet we made yep. it here. So yep. I guess he's thinking I've just Yo, proved self. something. Yeah, I've proven something. And there will be, I think he's hinting at more to follow. Like others will see, like if he made it, then it's possible for somebody to get get in touch with them uh, uh, and do something. So that was an interesting play. Uh, it was a, a she weird. Killed him, you think she should have killed him? Well, eventually she's gonna she's she gonna, he's gonna him. kill himself is the reason why he wanted her to kill him when they took him out because he's he's he knows someone else was explaining like once you've mm-hmm. touched the one power life is yeah, meaningless. He's gonna go back. He's gonna go back. Yeah, so once you you're cut off, like yeah. you just want to die. Um, what the was old, it? wasn't it the what's it called? Start with a G, the, the, the guy that the older guy the gleeman didn't he say that? Didn't yeah, he tell him? I think yeah, he did. Someone, yeah, the Gleeman told him. Was, was, that, hey, was that, um, was he, was the Gleeman with Matt and, he was, uh, he, yes. He was Rand? talking to Rand about Matt. Rand, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah, he was also saying to you keep him from stuff, the tower. Yeah. Like, don't, don't take him to the women. Don't take him to the tower. And not take him. They gonna know, but, like, he's corrupted. I did like when she, like, when she, when Moraine showed up and, like, actually, like, drew the corruption out of him. And that was just a cool little scene. I'm like, oh. Kind of reminds me of like the black goo and the symbiote from Venom. I was like, oh, that was cool magic. Yeah, that was cool that she so did that. So were we surprised about? Were we surprised about Neve? Neve, no. Uh, yeah, we kind of glossed. We kind of glossed over episode four. <laughs> no. Yeah. We kind of glossed over that. that. That was tripping me out as like I'm so powerful, it's gonna unravel my hair. Like my braid came out and all the <laughs> light and glory. The hair comes down and it it's cool. all none of it's plaited now. It's all out and straight and it's just that's how powerful my power is. It undid my hair and all healed for like, land, though. She did it yeah, for land. healed everybody in the room simultaneously. Uh, healed, healed but it also healed mm. the red. Cause she had a puncture from the uh, She healed everybody in that she room. Healed everyone. She healed everyone, yeah. but it was only land was about to he, yeah, healed everybody but that sister who got slammed up against the wall and stabbed with shrapnel. Well, she was yeah. already dead. That pissed yeah. me off. That made me dead. mad. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I was mad that she died because uh, her ward felt it while they were still out in battle. He felt her die. But she hit yeah. the back and he froze in the middle of battle. So like, <laughs> she couldn't bring him, she couldn't bring her back from the dead. No. I'm still, their, their bond now makes me sort of worried for land because mm-hmm. He like the guy literally fell apart without yep. without her, so it makes me like I need Moraine to live for the pure fact that I cannot lose land. <laughs> Hilarious. That's where my loyalties lie. Okay. I feel like we need to, and then with an episode, I think episode is that episode five where they where we're kind of watching that grieving process. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect 
this was kind of one of the more enjoyable episodes for me just because I got to like it felt more it felt more realistic and like more of an intense experience to kind of see um what was what was his name uh what was the the warden's name who who lost his eyes to die I'm not you talking about the blonde dude I don't remember what what his name was um, but he just watching kind of his grieving process was very interesting, um, and I'm like, oh, this is this is this is giving me a more better understanding of like the relationship. Um, he was planning. The eyes to die. My boy was. Were you saying he was planning? Yeah, because he, he took like, the tea from the name that she thought that she he wanted for himself because he couldn't sleep. He was he was going. I think either his weapons were just, his weapons were either destroyed. Um, mm-hmm. when he tried to remember because he tried to hit uh, Logan when he was in the cage thing and when the cage exploded his axes broke into shrapnel so I yep. guess he didn't have any weapons of his own so he needed a way to get land to go to sleep so he could take his swords in the middle of the night like y'all come he was trying to be cool I'm help you through the grieving process I'll stay with you the night and we'll just you know drink and chill and my boy wakes up He's out. He's got that cup of that that, that night tea that Nanave gave him. And next thing you know, you find my boy slumped over the the water statue. I'm like, oh, man. This dude, I, I, was like, I knew it was bad when he woke up by himself. And was yeah, I'm like, no. And he noticed that one knife was gone. He was like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah, that she she asked, you know, why do you serve? And he, he's like, what does the Asadai means? It's the old language for they serve. They're the ones who serve all. So mm-hmm. I'm not just like a lap dog. These people serve everybody. So and we in turn kind of serve them. So he's like, how does that make you feel? Boy's like proud. That was yeah, it was interesting. Uh, for those those conversations and nuggets of information were very interesting. Um, the action that we get, the magic sequences still, in my opinion, are very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, the scenery is good. We get to see my boy with the waves again. <laughs> How'd you feel about that? How'd you feel? <laughs> yeah, we haven't discussed him. How'd you feel about him? That he's dead? He's not dead. He's not yet. <laughs> There's no way. He's, he went straight he by dead. He's dead. Oh, um, he is the type of guy who... He's coming I want to say guy. He's the type of person that I hate. Yeah. so much because like he's the, he's the type of person and he's the type of character who because he believes he's right he's right he has no other proof yeah he has literally no proof no um nothing except he thinks oh i'm right so i'm right mm-hmm. when it's like okay no you're not she's never channeled before she doesn't know how to channel she's not a channeler like oh well okay well then either you channel or I'm going to kill him. And it's like, okay, just kill me then because I don't know how to do what you're asking me to do. Yeah. And it's not until like she's about to literally die that she has to like figure out on her own how to do something that she's never done before to basically free her friend because she's like, I can't let you die. Even yeah. though Perrin is like, I need to die because he still feels so guilty over the weight of his like killing his wife. Oh, no. Which now I think he, his whole, you know, I'm not... And now I believe he doesn't want to die anymore. I think because he got yeah, off his chest. Processed that. He's, yeah, he processed that. But um, I wanted them to rip that guy's head off. I wanted them to stomp him in the face. I wanted right. them to basically disembowel him and keep him alive while they were doing it. 
because people like him piss me off. We're like, you're right. I'm right because I say I'm right, not because I have proof. And that is very annoying because you can't have a conversation with those people. Because like, he oh, no, was I'm scared right. though. I enjoyed that because he was he was still like, what are you? Oh, protect me. And then, <laughs> and he got stabbed in the shoulder and slumped down. But yeah, I don't think he's gone. He's he's not gone. God, I hope he. I is. need him to come back. I yeah, I need him to die. Gone. And, and, and he's all, and he's a good on screen death. Yeah, they 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 ran off while he collapsed, and then we got to see the other white cloaks getting snapped up by the wolves. And, jumping uh, and flying. Somebody yeah, said, I watched the video. Somebody was like, a wolf flew. I'm like, calm down here. The wolf just jumped in and bit the dude in the neck. The wolf didn't fly. Calm down. Yeah. His parent is part wolf. I'm, he's, or I'll say this. He's connected to wolves in a positive manner for himself. Positive okay. but positive okay. because we see, how, we see how dogmatic different groups are. We see how the white cloaks are kind of dogmatic against the eyes to die. I have a feeling the Aes Sedai are fanatical about number one men who can touch the one power. And red girl, Blanchek, she's just like the she's like the wave guy. She annoys me yeah. for the same exact but reason. Also, yeah, but also, but also, Moraine warns Egwene, like yes, don't yes, tell anybody about this connection mm-hmm. that Aaron has. So there's something to do with that connection that may put him in danger if they find out as well. But of course, we all know, as it has once, I think it'll become useful again in the future. With, mm. And I, it may not be just wolves. It just maybe that was the first thing that he he grafted onto yeah. the night he's the wolf after. Guy, guy. He's the wolf guy. I think he's gonna. Yeah, be he might guy. be an animal. He might be he's like a beast wolf master. guy. He's a, come he on, don't. Beast <laughs> he's beast. I talked to all animals. Um, yeah. I thought when I when when Moraine mentioned like Egwene not Egwene not to do that. It kind of made me kind of like think like the eyes to die like they have this role in society in this world of kind of like stopping this kind of this evil force from coming into play or it almost seems like just squandering any any part any man with magic and i'm like this this feels like a weird inverse of like a patriarchal world where it's like all right we have men in charge that are just being misogynistic degrading women relegating women to a second class in this world it's flipped we have women trying to keep men in a certain status or place Mm -hmm. and i'm like why i gotta be like this why 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 can't they be in like it, it, it just feels like, it just feels like the complete opposite like women can be in charge but it's like I'm, I'm totally fine with being charged but it's like they're just doing the same thing that men are doing i'm like they really are they why so like are. why though like y'all and, and it's like y'all not doing any better than the last group like come on like damn like i wish y'all had like wish y'all had nuances i mean they do i mean you know, when Homegirl was in the forest throwing wind magic and exploding things when they had that one fight with the army, it was really dope. Yeah. Um, but it's just interesting to see like they had we have that kind of role gender switch, um, society switch, and it's still like, well, you know, we're still dealing with this same kind of these same level of conflicts. Yeah. The same type of people. Yeah. And the same issues. <laughs> the red with the gray hair. If you're a man, you got powers. Get stomped. I think her name's Leandria, the redhead, the the red dress, blonde one. She's just like the guy with the waves. She believes she's right, so she's right. 
And I love how she was put in her place when she's yeah, trying she got to checked go. Hard. Yeah, she was trying to go to her. She's like, oh, is it Matt from the same from the same town as Neve? Neve, oh, what's going on? It's like, keep your mouth shut or I'll tell everyone about the guy. I'll tell all of the red coats about the guy that you go see down by the docks and where he lives. Oh, and her face went so ashen so quick. Yeah. Like, no, keep your mouth shut or they're going like, to you know, you know what they'll do to him if they find out. And then didn't even question it. Like, she just turned around and started talking to Lan. <laughs> yeah. Like, oop, I was put in my place. <laughs> like, usually when you have a threat like that, you wait for them to say something back. Like, she didn't even give her a chance to say anything back. She was, that was basically, like, uh, and you were saying, and she just turned about mm-hmm. and kept talking over it like they weren't even there. Like, that was... I so, really yeah, want to know... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. You want to know what? I really want to know what her deal is. <laughs> I want to know. I, I just want to know what her deal is. What right, like, what's deal that? Is because, mm-hmm. like, you literally had someone pick you off the floor, and then you drove a bus over her. <laughs> like, I really want to know what her problem is because there was no need, unless like there's some secret deal, long game that both she and like they're, they're all playing that we're just not seeing. It doesn't. Her actions aren't really making sense. They yeah. just, it's showing major jealousy vibe. And in and to your point, same thing guys do when it comes to like the men in charge, like, oh, well, I want to be the one in charge, so I'm going to try and throw this person on the bus yeah. so I could get, so it's like, yeah. honey, yeah. no, don't do that. We don't measure ourselves. We're just accept that one of us is like, come on, stop. Move forward. <laughs> <right over it." laughs> but these dynamics exist, so I'm like, I'm not complaining. I'm like, this is realistic. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, like y'all said, it's it's very clicky, and there's a power structure at play. There's a hierarchy within our system, so it's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even expect them to be completely unified. Like, from a drama, from a, I guess a writing story perspective, I'm like, we kind of need that conflict. But I'm like, so I'm just like, all right, that's what y'all gonna do. And I, li- I like that. It just create, it may create a more interesting story for sure. Yeah. Trying to figure out her name. All right. I just want a reason for it. I don't want her just to be rude for the sake of being. We need a back. We need a back. I need to understand why she acts the way that she does. Because I hate when people just act a certain way for the sake of just being that awful. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, you make my skin crawl with anger. Like, (laughs) I should not get this angry at you. But I am. Yeah. Let's take a quick break and then continue this talk where we will get into the dynamic of Leandra Sadai, whatever her name is. Um, as well as as well as what I have the biggest problem with in uh, episode six. We will talk to you in a second. Welcome back to the second half of the Ascari cast. My name is Rod Van Blake, and I'm joined once again by Andrea Rose Washington. Hello. And Jordan Purnell Jackson. Hey, everybody. And we are continuing. This is the second part of our discussion on the show Wheel of Time on Amazon Prime. And episode six, uh, we had a lot going on. And yeah, it was weird. Uh, like Andre was talking about before this, this we need a reason why Leandra is acting the way she's acting. 
I think it's more a political thing that she, for whatever reason, has an ambition to sit on that seat herself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, felt that. And felt I, I think Moraine right. doesn't have any. She says, I have no designs to sit that seat. Number one, we find out because her booth name is actually sitting on the seat now, currently. So she's not trying to usurp her from that seat. She has no political designs, but that doesn't mean anything for anybody else's ambition. She she is seen, I think, as an obstacle to the uh, red, and she like, I gotta get her out of the way, even though she's saying that she doesn't want to be on the seat. I don't care. She's an obstacle. We're gonna have to do something and get her out of there. Which is weird. Like you said, it, it, there's, it's not necessary, but people don't always act in necessary ways, as we all know. So it, it makes sense that in fiction, it, it would it would do that as well. Um, so yeah, she's she's cruising for a bruise, and I think it's going to come back to bite her in the butt eventually. Mm-hmm. And uh, we finally get the four, um, or actually five, from the two rivers reunited finally. Mm-hmm. After everything, everybody, they thought Nanae was dead. Uh, and they didn't know where they were since Rand and Matt had been separated and uh, Lan and them could finally make good. Perrin is healed by the uh, Aes Sedai, the Yellows heal him up nice and they're able to, if Wayne, get together and resume their journey. The name to me bucks up at the wrong damn time. Like... <laughs> She she's super stubborn. Like everything is going cool. You see proof. Same thing as my my, my issue with Matt as well. It's mm-hmm. like you see proof of these things happening. Like your whole town was tore up. She told you they were here after y'all, and y'all left the town. And true to her word, the Trollocs came and followed y'all to the okay. fact that they were about to try and take the ferry over to you. Yet you still don't trust nothing this lady's saying. I understand you know, stranger danger and you want to be reserved at first. But after certain things are kind of revealed to you, it makes sense to act accordingly. I don't get mad at all. He pissed me off so bad at the end of episode six. I just really want that dude to go to hell with some gasoline draws on. <laughs> He's just... Don't want to the be part portal of ends. They're all tension. And Moraine, like you said, uh, Andrea, Moraine opens up and tells him, like, look, I didn't trust y'all. The funny, the funniest thing to me though still is she still was holding back because she didn't actually tell them, well, what happens if we're not the Dragon Reborn? Because when they're discussing, she's like, well, what if, you know, what of the other four? And it's explained, well, certainly they'll probably, they go to, to fight the darkness. The, the, the four of them that aren't the Dragon Reborn will almost certainly die. She doesn't tell them that. She's like, uh, we don't exactly know what's going to happen. <laughs> it was kind of funny because we were watching I'm not, it sure, I, I'm not completely sure because she doesn't know for sure what will happen. And it goes back to what she, she told it Be careful what you hear because the truth is not always the truth you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was laughing because to me, I saw this as like an office show almost. Like they all came into the office like, well, I got some good news and some bad news. Okay, what's the good news? The good news is one of y'all is the Dragon Reborn. Oh, what's the bad news? The bad news is the other four that aren't the Dragon Reborn is possibly this last conflict. The last battle will be your last for sure because y'all ain't going to make it. But she didn't tell them that they were going to die. She just, like you said, she's like, "Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. And my boy, 
is sitting there as the portal is closing and he's thinking about the facts of life staring off into space as the portal slowly closes like yeah I don't think I'm gonna step off with him I'm, and I was getting so pissed and I was like you know what I hope he's the one I hope his ass is the one that's the dragon reborn and he just let his people walk off by themselves and he wants to go check on his sisters or whatever it is he wants to go gamble go or whatever frivolous little dumb thing play dice whatever he thought he was going to do with the rest of his life which he wasn't good at because he was losing money in the, in the first episode we saw he was losing every bet so that, that clearly wasn't a part of whatever power he has to deal with yeah but I was I was heated I, I was hot as fish grease in that when that episode closing credits rolled over I was, I was like I was oh, dying laughing crazy. I was dying laughing I was like I can't but I always expect him to be the the bum of the group like that's who he literally is he's not betraying now he's a he's not getting a character arc I guess that's well, what I thing, he, there's to. two options for his character now there's two options mm-hmm. he can like Rod said he could either be the dragon reborn and he shows up at the last minute and saves everyone and he just like and he somehow saves the day and saves his friends and it's like I'm so sorry that I just I just I couldn't be there when y'all needed me exactly but I'm here now. Or he becomes a tool for the Dark One. Because they didn't kill the other guy, so I, like, I just, the way that he looked at Matt, he knows that Matt was touched by darkness. Which Come is why I face. said they should kill uh, the false dragon. Mm. Oh, l- l- he was coming into town. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you on, you oh, sorry. Game. yeah. He saw him. He looked at him in the ledge like, I know you. And we and Legane did not die. So the fact that yes, you're putting him in the cell or whatever, and he's supposed to live his days alone, whatever, you should have killed him because I feel like if Matt is not gonna be the dragon reborn and somehow become I'm gonna save the day, I feel like Legane is gonna somehow one of his contacts or whatever is going to see see that he saw Matt find Matt and like use Matt as like something evil because they know Matt was touched by darkness and like he straight up had a whole laughing hysterical fit when he saw Matt and so like if he had any spies in the town or like who might have saw it who's to say that they may not attack him so either Matt could become a hindrance for his friends or he can be the savior but he doesn't have a there's no in between like he doesn't get just to get to go he doesn't get to go back home I don't think that won't really work. Writing-wise, he either is going to be a hindrance or he's going to save them. But there's no... I don't see any in-between with him. Neither of y'all found it weird that the Fae didn't really mess with Matt? Remember that? At the end, when they when they are in the middle... When they go into that little, like, rural area and they, they're going to sleep in the family's barn and Rand wakes up to find Matt amongst the bodies in the house and the Fae is actually there... With the no face and the, and the weird like chronic teeth in his mouth, um, Matt's back is to the fade. The fade is like up in the rafters, and his back is saying he didn't touch Matt. Like he didn't do nothing to Matt, which was I found was kind of odd. And then when Rand saw it, he realized, okay, Matt's not the one who killed these people. The fade did, but he's still sitting there with that levitating dagger, mumbling to himself in the shadows, <laughs> like. I Something was up with that. So that I may was, be some. Yeah. I kind of was just like, because 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 Matt's corrupted by the darkness. I I feel like I kind of was naturally like, okay, well the the fade that fade creature's not really looking at Matt as a hindrance. 
because he he's more of a tool at this point. Like you're not mm-hmm. really who I'm here like who I'm here for. You're just corrupted individual that I could potentially use. So I was just like, I'm not that this is making sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, I just that that the end of that sixth episode, I said, me, man, I just I, in my mind's eye, I just see Matt. The world is like crumbling around him. He's sitting there eating like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and everything is just burning. He's like, well, well I wonder what happened. How my friends are going? I'm like, you dumbass, you should have went. <laughs> <laughs> this is why this is happening because you because you wanted to go back and eat PB and J right now, and everybody else is suffering. For you. Didn't someone that Maureen told him like the world will burn. And if you think what happened to your town was anything, it's going to be nothing in comparison if we let these forces gain control. Like, they will just burn the world and eat everybody, and we'll all be invited to to watch it all go down, Mm. thanks to you not doing anything. My boy... Janae, in the the comments, uh, in our comments, she said that he had the dagger that he stole from the dark town, and so now he's a vessel. So, yes, dude is gonna mess it up for everyone. <laughs> yeah. So, who do y'all think is the, the dragon reborn? Uh, right now, I'm gonna ask even this every week it's, until it's, yeah. it's, it's five hey, who do you, years. Who do you think it is? I still don't know who now, you think it is. Supposedly, the knave is five years too old, but like I think we were just discussing off camera, we don't know really how old she is, seeing she was taken from her parents when she was young. So, she may have not have known how she's older than these, supposedly older than the four that come from mm-hmm. the two rivers, and she was from a different town. But her power thus far exhibits. She looks like the front runner to me. To, they're saying she's the most powerful channeler that we've seen in over a thousand years. So I don't, I don't know. She's not supposed to be a part of that prophecy, but obviously she's she's a package deal now. She's going with. Right, her. right. She with the group. I don't know. I, cause I feel like when I saw that scene of her saving everyone and like the, like you said, her power is so strong it undid her braid, like all up, like, oh my gosh. I was like, oh my God. Like I literally was in, <laughs> I was like literally watching, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, what, what is happening? <laughs> but then it was like, if it's her, it's too, it's too oh, early. Nice. It's too early, mm. yeah, it's too on the nose for it to be her. So I feel like it's probably not Perrin be, uh, because he is like part wolf or has a wolf tendency or the, the gold eyes because uh-huh. Morin was so um, shocked by the fact about that. I don't uh-huh. think it could be him. Um, but they did also discuss that if they don't know what shape, form or whatever it comes course, in. So like we course. don't really know. My money is, granted, I don't know why. I don't know why. I think it's only just because he's the least likely option. I think it's Rand. I, I don't think, think Rand I know why wants you it. think it's Rand. I don't think he wants it. I don't think he wants it to be him. Mm. And because he just I wants think to be a farm boy. I mean, a farm. He wants. He wants to be with the Gwen. That's why yeah. he came to the White Tower because the Gwen was going to the White Tower. He's mm. there for her. So I don't. I think because oh. he really doesn't actually want to be there, he never really fully trusted them. He's only doing this to stay with his friends and protect his town, so the trogs don't go back. I think because his first instinct is always to protect his friend. Because even mm-hmm. when the the Gleam guy said, "You got it," like Matt's gonna lose it, he's like, "No, you're not gonna kill him." And Moraine came and, and he thought that she was gonna kill him. He grabbed her sword against her. Was like, "You're not taking him." 
I think it's going to be him. But the pure fact that his first instinct is always to protect his friends, not that he really wants the power. I kind of like that Land plunked him, though, in that moment. Like, yeah, he, don't put, he did. He, don't he, put did. That <laughs> like, he pulled up the story. He's like, are you serious right now? Like, Janae, like, he can comment that because I haven't finished the series yet. Go ahead. Janae in the comments said she finished the series. So I said, she yeah, she said she finished it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't watched the last we, we're two. We're not going to say nothing. We're not saying nothing. Yeah. We're not saying no, nothing. No, I've been watching the last two. I've been watching them as we go so I can discuss these and be fresh. But yeah, that that ending to episode six had me so hot at Matt. And it was just uh, frustrating. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm hoping it's, like I said, I'm hoping it's his ass. Just, just for the fact that he didn't go. Because <laughs> um, you didn't go, I'm, boy. You didn't. I'm wondering what role the O'Gear is going to play moving forward. Or did he just walk off? Did he go through with yeah, them? His, or did he... I was he looking it up. Through, he, he, yeah, he's supposed to help them move through that that uh, that dimension. The apparently, that's that. Yeah, that's apparently his purpose. I was watching a video and they were like, the O'Gear were created to kind of help guide guide people through the way guide, they were created not created but they kind of worked along man to kind of guide people through the way or something. So I was like oh it's interesting and, he's, and he has an interesting way of talking too I like him yeah I like he's him kind of a endearing. lot <laughs> <laughs> he's endearing they gave him a little he gave him a little blonde naps on top of his old gear head and nice curls he's got some curls nice curls yeah O'Gare curls the O'Gare curls <laughs> He's got, the, he's got the O'Gear I'm soul glow. I'm an O'Gear. The O'Gear, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's an interesting character. I have character. to say... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. You said you had sorry, to say... Sorry, it keeps cutting on my side, so I keep thinking you paused and you didn't. So that's why I'm like... And then you keep going, so I apologize for... It seems like I'm cutting you off. Um, I will say I am actually enjoying these... Like, I'm invested now. I'm invested oh. because I'm inter- mm. interested. Not like Foundation, where I'm invested because I spent so much time. I need to know what happens because, like... Hey, if I watch this, I need to know what's happening. But I'm invested because I'm interested now. So I'm actually, mm. I'm like, okay. The first three episodes were very hard to get through, but now that the action's picking up, and now that I feel like the next two episodes, so much has to happen. Yep. And the next two episodes, it's probably gonna end on a cliffhanger because we do have season two coming. But I'm very, uh, I'm very invested because I'm interested, not because that's, I'm just like, look, I spent my time, I need to know what's going on. I'm, that's confirmed? Wait, yeah, I saw on um, that they, there's, yeah, okay, season, cool. there's episode one of season two that was recorded on the wiki okay. thingy, and then like on IMDb it shows them having nine episodes instead of eight, and the, one of the episodes is season two, okay. episode one. Now, I don't know if anything will go past that, but it does say they've filmed uh, nine episodes. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, because this is much uh, as much as I didn't enjoy. What I read of the first book, I can say I've gotten some entertainment out of this series thus far. And a lot of the people in the comments and reviews that I've seen on it seem to have the same old tired arguments because, you know, it's not my wheel of time. It doesn't follow. They change like, well, then just read the damn books, man. (laughs) If that's what you want, then then read what was written, you know, 20, 30 years ago and stick to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't get it. Um which is also the reason I'm trying to get my stuff and I think Andrea you probably will too is getting your stories and my stories in various formats so people can choose how they enjoy their medium and then you pick what it is you like 
and, and, and go mm-hmm. from there. They don't necessarily have to be a one-to-one translation, but they're all related and into the same universe. And then you pick which route you want to go with your entertainment. So I don't get, and it's not going to change anything since other people own it now. It's putting energy into right. something like that is kind of dumb to argue against it. It's not going to change it. It's already out there. You can't go change the show now. Just a weird. I view it as, um, except for Harry Potter, because they had so much work to do and they left so much out. Besides that, I view it as it's a chance to allow the author or the creator to tell a part of their story that maybe they didn't think about the time that they wrote it. Because like you said, this is years old. And so if if the creator was um, used in any way, shape or form in the cre- in like the creation of this, sometimes they leave the, the, the writer out. And we saw that with Percy Jackson movies. He was like, no, these are horrible. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. My name is not going on those. Um, but then, like, if they were involved, because there are definitely, there, even for stories that I've already written, there were ideas that hit me years later. I was like, that would have been perfect for that story. But it's already done. So if I ever had a chance to showcase it again in like a visual format, I'm like, I might make, I might decide to make a change that I didn't think about when I first wrote the book that would add to the story um, in a way that I don't have a ability to do because it's already complete right now. So I think that if holding, again, except for Harry Potter because they left so much out, they didn't add to it, they left so much out. Um, I think it's a chance when you put in a different medium, you have a chance of telling it in a different way that you may not yeah. have had the first time you completed it. And even though it isn't, like you said, it's the same story, but I just think that we have the, we should be able to add things. No, nothing should be the same way it was 30 years ago. Like, <laughs> there's a lot that was allowed 30 years ago, 40 years ago that's not allowed today. So no, we need to update with the times and sometimes we can make changes. And I think authors should be allowed to do that. Perspectives change too. Mm-hmm. The, uh, us three could tell the same story, but from our perspective, they can be very different tellings of the exact same story. So perhaps, things can kind of evolve that yes like if I tell you a story and then tell you to tell the story I told Jordan and Jordan will turn tell Andrea the same story by the time it comes out of Andrea's mouth it could be a very different telling than what I've told it because it'd be told through her lens same thing with Jordan well what's your question Jordan I feel like we need to take this conversation and bring it into a a visual medium sorry I gotta be that guy in the group um now I'm thinking about the idea of like how would we tell the same story, like our perspectives of a of an event in any type of world, like a fantasy world, like how would we tell that story and kind of blend it together? Just thinking about these things for the future. Well, just just our perspectives in general would be different. Nah, like someone, be- like say, if we were a part of the crew and one of us was closer to Matt or Rand or Egwene. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they would be seen and talked about in a different light in any exactly. one of our tellings because That'd we have be cool. a different relationship to that character. Exactly. So, so, you know, Matt's a total shill in a... In a, in a See, if you talk about Matt, me. he's going to be yeah, dumber like, than dirt. He's going to be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if I talk about Matt, I'll be like, okay, yeah, he's awful, but here's why he's awful. Yeah. But then you're like, I just hate him. The same that thing for character that I I like or you might hate. It'd be oh, sorry, I hate and you might like. It'd be completely opposite. Like the guy with the waves. I you just you're like that. I just want to see my man again. And I'm like, <laughs> I want him. I want him dead under my foot. I want yeah. him under my shoe. <laughs> so True, like, but he, 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 yeah. 
it's not a like as an admire. I just, he's an interesting character. And my boy, I don't know what kind of brush he got, but his waves be kicking every time. Yeah, he got that he futuristic wave. He's got his pristine little white cloak and, and belts oh, and everything. He's always like, fresh to death. He yeah, and, and the blood only goes to like his fingertips. Like when he sat down with the little goblet, that was the only place the blood was, was on the little goblet. Wild. To be seen. It was like, come on, man. You just got through cutting hands off. And nothing. You don't got no blood on you. No blood on, like, no, wow. except for the fingertips and your little crazy stabby chicken wings that make you bleed from the inside. Like, this is weird, but somehow he's making it work. What happened? So, we have another comment from Janae. Um, and this one said, uh, it, it does secretly feel like a Lord of the Rings knockoff, at, though, at some times. Did you get that feel? Because I will say uh -oh. this, I can't answer this question because I have never read and I can't I yes I've watched the Lord of the Rings but I have never retained anything from it the that, whole that idea the whole idea in a lot of fantasy that has this kind of resurging or reincarnated form of the ultimate evil and ultimate good to rise up and combat it is very Lord of the Rings uh, sword of Shannara-esque so yeah this this whole idea of the dragon reborn and the dark one returning it's it, it is kind of derivative and a lot of things within the genres i think will be so i would agree that it has a kind of lord of the rings feel to it the only thing we don't have is at least not in the same form uh the sword of shannara and lord of the rings had almost the exact same gathering of these three specific groups of elves humans and dwarves come mm -hmm. together in the end to find this ultimate evil and I don't see that here um, because everybody is so splintered uh, with these groups within the wheel of time and they don't seem to need any catalyst other than themselves they're like waiting for this event to come around which I think is a different mechanic they're waiting for the wheel to come back around the dragon reborn the dark one is in a different circumstance because apparently they know where he is and they have, they're holding him prison, prisoner this whole time, which is where they're going through this portal because we know where we have him held. Mm -hmm. It's the only difference. But I can, I can get where thematically that does kind of jive. Um, Jordan, what do you think? Oh, no, I mean... I, I mean, I haven't read... I haven't read Lord of the Rings, so, like, yeah. I wouldn't... Like, I don't... I mean, I look at all these stories in some some way as similar just because like we have we're having a group of people come together to fight like you said to fight this like larger force so yeah. i don't particularly like so i can't i can't even like make i guess technically for me it doesn't really this this show doesn't give me i guess i mean yeah it kind of gives me lord of the rings vibe but i, I kind of allow it to be its own thing because i'm like it's yeah. not the i'm not watching we're not looking at elves we're not looking at like these specific races of creatures too much so like because i feel like we're mostly looking at basically we're looking at humans and mages and mad yeah. and mages and then we got a ogre and some trollocs but it's not like we're getting huge uh racial diversity in um this fantasy world like we've seen before in other titles you don't see the fades as kind of a oh, oh, yeah. parallel to, to ring race so oh okay they're kind of like generals all on their own trying yes, to search yes. for... Okay, that I, that connection, yes. I get that vibe, and they kind of guide these weaker-minded evil beings. So yes, actually, I do see the connection there, but 
Um, like I said, I still allow it to kind of be its own thing. Good point, Janae. Thanks for that. But yeah, I say it's it's interesting. We'll see. Mm-hmm. She's updated her comment. She said it's more like The Hobbit. Well, yeah. I mean, I I don't recall any of anything from them. I just know they went on a quest, and there's a redheaded. Yeah, they guy. did go on a quest. So. They did, but the Hobbit is yeah. The Hobbit is kind of a precursor to Lord of the Rings. Um, it's all Lord of the Rings to me. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think I think the Lord of the Rings is a more accurate precursor or, or parallel to Wheel of Time because of the, like I said, the fades and the, this whole cyclical thing of like mm-hmm. Sauron coming back or the Dragon Reborn. Oh, okay. Kind of, at least thematically. They may not, you know, like you said, the, we don't have elves and uh, dwarves and mankind all coming to those. They're not as extreme differences between the groups. Because the only really, besides humans and Trollocs we've seen is is this Ogier, and we only see one of them. It's not like we see a whole group of them coming together mm-hmm. to join the fight. Um, but there are those parallels, I think. I, it's, it's pretty cool. It'll be interesting interesting to see what happens in these last two episodes. And then, um, do we know how soon uh, episode uh, season two will air? No. Um, I don't know. The only thing I saw was that only one episode of season two was uh, was filmed. Okay. Um, I I haven't seen anything that says like a date when it would be released. Because mm-hmm. I was I was looking to see like okay great I'm gonna see the end of this and now I'm gonna have to wait like forever and a day for the next season. <laughs> <laughs> Lord knows there's plenty of stuff to watch if they do delay, but hopefully they don't, and we can continue uh, discussing it after we get these last two episodes discussed next week. Um, and there's, there's plenty of stuff out there to watch. Yep. Yeah. Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Bob. Oh goodness, Bob. Boba Fett. Well. Sure. Yeah. I'll watch. But Peacemaker. No, but Peacemaker. Peacemaker, I, I would watch Boba Fett for you guys. I just wouldn't understand anything that I'm saying. The <laughs> That's Witcher? understandable. Hmm? The Witcher has got two seasons now. Oh, yeah. The second season is yeah. out. I'm holding off on watching that for you guys as well. So Shadow, what was that? There was, a, there was something I thought, Andrea, you would like called Shadow and Bone or something like that, but I haven't So I was there. very excited it? for that, and I was very bored by it. I was oh. so mad. I was very excited for this to come out. And the fact that season two is coming and I see Lewis Tan is in season two. And I'm like, I love him. And I'm like, but he's still not gonna be enough for me to watch this. And I can oh, wow. enjoy it. And it's again, oh. again, it has everything in it that I think I thought I would love. Okay. Um, and even people who like read the book were singing the praises about it. I'm like, okay, this is really gonna be good. Like, okay, this is gonna be right. awesome. And I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my god, no. Like, he's is the it? bad guy, obviously, from episode one. This is the bad guy. <laughs> Why are yeah. we, like, what are we doing? <laughs> um, Yeah, this is, uh, I wanted to like it so bad. And I was, yeah, I wanted to like that show so badly. And I did not, and I felt so bad that I didn't like it. Because I just, I, it was a great cast. Great cast, great effects. But I just, no, that story just did not call to me. So for the sake of time, then probably The Witcher would probably be the easiest one to hop on after this because I know we discussed uh, 
offline on possibly doing um, The Expanse, but The Expanse is a lot. So you got to get through six seasons. Yeah, that. you aren't you three seasons behind? I am on. Or I'm you? in season four. Okay, but okay. I would have to rewatch all of it because I don't remember any of it. That's, that's too much. That's so yeah. way too much. Yeah, I didn't want to put that type of pressure on and be like, Jesus. yeah, you need to catch up through six seasons and then we'll just. So much it. happened. Yeah, there's a lot like, going I, on. With that I mean, I can watch it because, I mean, I work from home, so, like, I can watch it. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know if I'm going to retain it's okay. like the Lord, it'll be like the Lord of the Rings for me. Like I've seen, I think I've seen every single one of them. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me what happens in any of them, I'll just be like, they want a quest. Again, that has all the makings of something that I would love. I just couldn't get into it. There's a lot of interesting but, things yeah. in uh, Lord of the Rings as well. Um, but still, it sounds like we're all still at least, at the very least, enjoying what we're given, even though some things kind of irk us. Am I is that am I right mm-hmm. on that or no? I mean, it sounds like y'all. Yeah, it, it's interesting because like last week it seemed like ah oh, this show, but <laughs> it seems like it's improved and y'all. That, that's 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 why I'm laughing and smiling. I'm like, oh, they like they're in it now. Like they're in it. And I mean, re, me rewatching, I'm like, oh, this is this actually is kind of getting better on the second watch. And I, now I'm even more excited to see the next two episodes. Um to rewatch those and have y'all see just because episode seven starts off very strong and I and when I first watched it I was like oh we doing this yeah it's a good fight scene I'm like we're doing this all right this is a great way to start the episode but uh, I'm kind of excited to rewatch that now and then see and then recontextualize everything that comes for it but you're y'all in for a treat I'll say that okay. much I'm excited yeah, about, I'm, I'm excited for y'all for us to talk about this next week. I just I mean like I said you now. just can't load me too much. That's so I, I need yeah, to have yeah, some yeah, ass, yeah. I just need to have some ass whooping in a person there with the with the love story and the drama and the familial stuff that we're trying to go back to. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting we didn't uh mention it but the seat of the Aes Sedai uh they in, in episode six the beginning of episode six we get a little background story of her with her yep. father mm-hmm. on the fishing and like you have a hand he's she's like in some river town too they don't say two rivers but she's on some like river bound uh village i guess because her father is a fisherman and she's able to channel and tie and untie his little navel knots in his net Mm -hmm. as he's casting for fishing which was interesting and the only thing you could really tie them together with when you see her as an adult she has the same tattoos on her chest Yeah, so that was kind of cool, um, seeing that, and and her and her father. I'm curious. Maybe I just missed it. Did they mention her mom at all? No, not that okay. I, not that I saw. Yeah, I didn't think they did, but maybe I had like I had like missed it and then didn't get it. But that was an interesting thing to interject oh. into the story. Go ahead. And the fact that um she's in on the quest that Moraine is doing but they can't yeah. tell anyone so like yeah. Moraine was ordered by her to or she was aware of what Moraine was doing or they were conspiring, conspiring together mm-hmm. to find the next dragon and to find out that she has to punish her because the girl in the red again could not keep her mouth shut <laughs> and had to publicly <laughs> but so, that, so that makes me wonder if the girl in the red knows more than what she's like letting on like I wonder if she's like has an inkling 
that's that's what I was that's what I was gonna bring up earlier when we were talking about it because it's like it's interesting that she because she brings up I thought she when in that little kind of a just we'll call it a courtroom proceeding um she brings up that uh Shawan or S I don't know how to say her name she is she was a blue and so there was clearly some like favoritism and I'm like it's funny because um, is it what's her name? Lorraine is her name? L- L- what's her name? It starts with the L. Lorena. We, I think it's Lorena, the one it in is? the red, right? Yes, the one in the red. She, I think it's Lorena. She could be on, like she's kind of on to something. Like she's she's kind of close. Oh wait, Leandrin, 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 Leandrin. She is clearly on to something. She knows there's some type of energy between those two, but she's not exactly correct. So it's in, so that's very interesting. She's kind of intuitively feeling this kind of power dynamic. Yeah. Um, uh, relation, she can sense a relationship between them, which is really, which was kind of interesting. So like part of me wonders, did like, was her plan to get her just into trouble or like was her plan to like, cause she was, the only reason she was exiled was because Marina requested it because she was told to stay within the, like she was told to stay home. So she was like, I need to be exiled so I can leave again. Um, so part of me wonders, what was the Red's goal? Like, did she just want to get her in trouble? Like, just petty, like, ha ha ha, I got in trouble, so you're going to get in trouble too? Or like, what, did she think something that big could possibly happen? So I need to see more. I need to understand her a bit more to like, are you just being evil for the sake of being evil? Or do you have a plan that you're trying to like, play out? I think she wants to see. Oh, she definitely yeah, does. Yeah, I, I feel that. But I feel like, that for sure. Is it, I guess, it, I guess, let me rephrase what I was trying to say. Is it because you, she thinks she's going to do a better job or she doesn't like trust the one in the seat now? Like, I wonder if there's like, if she thinks something like a backroom deal is happening, she's like, you're not being fair. So let me sit on the seat. Or I just want to like, I'm just power hungry and I want to sit on the seat. I think she feels her house is better. That's yeah, she gives her. she gives that Law and Order vibe. So she's yeah, like, she I, thinks I'm the right, Reds I'm are right better right. than the Blues. So we need to get a we need to get a Red up in there. That's what that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> we need to get a Red. The, the oh, best choice would be your shoe. Yeah, it would be me. Blues running things. Yeah, it needs to be me. That's what I think. She's she's going off of that. And if yeah, I, I think that. if she knew for beyond the shadow of a doubt about that relationship, oh, she would. She'd be shouting to the hilltops right now. She'd be telling everybody. Got a relationship. Yeah. He's a trip. Yeah, I don't know if that jawline's gonna come in healthy uh, and handy next time. <laughs> All her power comes no, from her I do, I do have to wonder and like question their thought on the no, having like the um, companions about not having them because we saw when they were actually fighting, they came in handy. Like in close combat, you need them because there's only so much you can do, I guess, in close combat where you're trying to channel everything and to take everyone out. So I just want to know what is their hatred coming? Where is their hatred coming from when those when the companions have literally shown how useful they are? Maybe they think it clouds their ability to enforce the law because that, that's at least that's the vibe they're giving is the reds are there just to mm-hmm. they're there to lay down the law and enforce the law and to ensure the laws are being followed which is why moraine is is tripping on her when they meet up and she's like 
it's our duty, it's not our duty to mete out justice, but to bring him to the White Tower. And as a red, it should be you telling me not that, not the other way yeah. around. So they're supposed to be super sticklers for their laws or whatever. So maybe they think that having a companion and being close to a man uh, clouds that somehow. I don't know. They gotta fight. They gotta be the most. They gotta be the best optimal fighters. Also, have we seen the Reds like actually fight? Fight? Because I'm trying to no. remember scenes. I, I like we've seen a green fight where the where yeah. the army she came was to taking get them down. And they yeah. and they was they were handling them. We've seen Blues fight. We've seen Moraine do things. But I feel like we just saw um, Leandrin go and, and capture some people and like basically take. Uh, ge- what is what did what did they call the process? Gentling, gentle, taking, yeah. gen- uh, taking away that one dude's abilities. But I've never seen them fight, and I would ex- I would expect them to be like the best of the best when it comes to fighting, just because they seem like they are the very much authoritarian, authoritative ones. The, they seem like the tip of the spear more so. So I'm like, are y'all going? I want to see. Also, curious really cool. as to why. Logan was supposed to go before the seat of the Aes Sedai, whereas the other kind of miscellaneous magic users they find, she's allowed to just gentle them on the spot. Like they were weak. They were weak. Yeah. He's that powerful. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. Like, if it only took, if it took, I I think I I think I see where you're going, Rod. If it took all of them to gentle him still bring him before her but like you saw how powerful he was why would you yeah. risk bringing that into the city because you saw what he did to the other kingdom he turned that entire kingdom to his side that like he was about to he killed so many people of that king's army he's about to kill the king he's like nope you're gonna be on my side and that king was literally running through the woods fighting for him so why wouldn't you that was strip him prior to bring him to the red, the White Tower and risking him overtaking you guys because he was literally he let them take yeah. him. Maybe for he proof, was sitting though. there, he knew exactly what he was doing. Maybe it's for proof because the the the, the seat was she was basically like you know that you were supposed to take him before me before gentling him. So maybe she's not gonna believe how powerful or not powerful a dude was without seeing for herself. I don't I don't know. But that does seem like a big risk of I mean, taking him full power right before her and then Jensen. Oh yeah, that'd be why that would make sense. But that's yeah, was that crazy. was the plan. That was the plan initially. Like we have yep. to wait. And that's why the other mm-hmm. sisters were like, we're having enough problems just holding my boy here and you think we're gonna make it from this camp all the way to the White Tower. That would have been ridiculous. Like imagine if we be, got that like yeah. in a store. Like we probably well honestly what happened is if they had just transported him, his army would have showed up. We would have mm-hmm. just had a we would have had that whole conflict happen in in transport in transit. Yeah. And I mean that would we wouldn't have played out too well. Clearly, that did not seem smart on the person sitting at the seat. Uh, that didn't seem on her side. It didn't seem smart for her. They should have. The order should have been to gentle him out when it was safe, when he wasn't around other people, when he could not form a risk to the people within the White Tower, the people who are in that city, the people who are um, who who could possibly fall under his control. 
if they if the people in the city could see, hey, they I, I said I said that I couldn't do this, but I'm doing it. So what else are they lying about? Like it would make more sense to keep your power and to stay to make sure that people believed you to strip him outside of the city where no yeah. one could see versus bringing him in and risking him turning your own people against you. Well, clearly that was a plan because I think that was the reason why uh, Landra was being punished in the first place. Where she was going to be seeking judgment was because she had disobeyed that order, gentled him on the spot, and then took him in. So that that was the plan. As, as ludicrous as it sounds, <laughs> that obviously was the plan was to bring my boy Logan before the seat of the Asadai so that she could render judgment on him herself and not have it meted out by the Reds and the assembled Asadai sisters there. But hey, we'll see. And he's not dead yet either, so I don't know if we've seen the last of, of him either. Um, but they I guess we'll see. Him. Yeah. They he asked me to. <laughs> Please kill me. <laughs> My point was, he was kind of adamant. He wanted to be out of there. He didn't want to live life no more, not being able to touch the one power. I feel like because they didn't, he's going to come back and bite them. I don't know how. It may not happen this season. It may happen next season. But I feel like if they do not kill him, that guy's going to come back and haunt them in a way that they're going to be like, oh, man, we should have killed him when we had a chance. Yes. <laughs> yes, you should have killed yeah, him when you had the chance. It's going to be him and Matt. Yes. <laughs> I'm back. I swear, I, and I like, got I powers, y'all. I definitely believe that happening. You and think so Matt's going to get the dagger back? Yo. And I that think Matt's going to make a dumb decision again, thinking he's going to try and protect his family or do something to raise money for his family. He's going to, in his mind, he's going to believe he's doing it for the right reasons and he's going to do something stupid. He seems he has a talent for that. Y'all going to mm-hmm. be dumb. Y'all going to see. Man craziness well yeah action is good production levels maintained itself throughout the episodes that we've seen um the groups of people are interesting little gypsies the way of the leaf I, oh i wonder what's gonna happen with them too because they was you know getting pimp smacked the last we saw them they were they locked arms and in, in, in protest and oh, my tried to do yeah, tried to do We Shall Overcome and got pimp smacked a bunch of times and they were just talking smack before the wolves came in. Uh, we got to see what they make of what's going on too. We need to see that truth. Yeah, I don't know what happened to the, the light-skinned dude with the with the little short dreads. Oh, yeah. He yeah. fell over. <laughs> <laughs> he fell over, was rolling on the ground. His mom and then the rest of the group started, I guess that's his grandmother because she talked mm-hmm. about her his mother was the one, I guess, that got killed by violence when she was explaining to Perrin what happened and why she doesn't believe in violence and how why the fight is so good, even though trying to fix things, if, if, if people do actually change, she wouldn't get to see it, and then her children and children's children, but this whole idea of the wheel of time and people being reincarnated and reintroduced into the world, uh, that soul, she's hoping the next time that her daughter returns that it'll be one in peace, I guess, so that yeah, was interesting. Interesting stuff going on. We'll see what happens in these last two episodes, and then I'm uh, excited now. I'm I'm actually excited. Good. Hold off on watching it though, because I can't watch it today. Because I'm gonna be like tweeting, like, "Oh my god!" No, I'm gonna wait. Well, thank you guys again for uh, discussing these things with me. Taking time out of your day to uh, get our fantasy and sci-fi discussions on. And uh, thank you to Janae and everybody else out there who took the time out to 
pop on Facebook Live and uh, watch us discuss these things. I've enjoyed having you all here and, and hear your ideas as well. Uh, check us out on Anchor and everywhere where podcasts are distributed through Anchor, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Cast, Spotify, uh, and a bunch of other, I think there are eight different uh, distribution channels that we're on. Um, check us out. We'll be uploading the audio from this discussion there. And don't forget to check out Trek In Beyond, a Star Trek podcast with Andrea Rose Washington and Monica Pinkett. Discover Discovery with us. Discover Discovery. There you go. Thank you all again, and we will talk to you all next week. Peace. Bye.